When I read a story, I skip the explanations. Yet the moment I begin to tell one, I find that I must have an explanation. For it's manifest that I must explain why my sister-in-law was vexed with my nose and hair, and why I ventured to call myself an Elfberg. For, eminent as, uh, I must protest, the Rassendals have been for many generations, yet participation in their blood, of course, does not, at first sight, justify the boast of a connection with the grander stock of the Elfbergs, or a claim to be one of that royal house. For what relationship is there between Ruritania and Burlesdon, between the palace at Strelsau or the castle of Zender, and number 305 Park Lane West. Well, then, and I must premise that I am going, perforce, to rake up the very scandal which my dear Lady Burlesdon wishes forgotten. In the year 1733, George II, sitting then on the throne, peace reigning for the moment, and the King and the Prince of Wales being not yet at loggerheads, there came on a visit to the English court a certain prince, who was afterwards known to history as Rudolf III of Ruritania. The prince was a tall, handsome young fellow, marked, maybe marred, it's not for me to say, by a somewhat unusually long, sharp, and straight nose, and a mass of dark red hair. In fact, the nose and the hair which have stamped the Elfsburgs time out of mind. He stayed some months in England, where he was most courteously received. Yet, in the end, he left rather under a cloud. For he fought a duel—it was considered highly well-bred of him to waive all question of his rank—with a nobleman, well known in the society of the day, not only for his own merits, but as the husband of a very beautiful wife. In that duel, Prince Rudolf received a severe wound, and, recovering therefrom, was adroitly smuggled off by the Ruritanian ambassador, who had found him a pretty handful. The nobleman was not wounded in the duel, but the morning being raw and damp on the occasion of the meeting, he contracted a severe chill, and failing to throw it off, he died some six months after the departure of Prince Rudolf without having found leisure to adjust his relations with his wife, who, after another two months, bore an heir to the title and estates of the family of Burlesdon. This lady was the Countess Amelia, whose picture my sister-in-law wished to remove from the drawing-room in Park Lane, and her husband was James, 5th Earl of Burlesdon and 22nd Baron Rassendel both in the peerage of England and a knight of the garter. As for Rudolf, he went back to Ruritania, married a wife, and ascended the throne, whereon his progeny in the direct line have sat from then till this very hour, with one short interval. And finally, if you walk through the picture galleries at Burlesdon, among the fifty portraits or so of the last century and a half, you will find five, or six, including that of the sixth earl, distinguished by long, sharp, straight noses, and a quantity of dark red hair. These five or six have also blue eyes, whereas among the Rassendals, 
Dark eyes are the commoner. That is the explanation, and I'm glad to have finished it. The blemishes on honourable lineage are a delicate subject, and certainly this hereditary we hear so much about is the finest scandalmonger in the world. It laughs at discretion and writes strange entries between the lines of the peerages. It will be observed that my sister-in-law, with a want of logic that must have been peculiar to herself, since we are no longer allowed to lay it to the charge of her sex, treated my complexion almost as an offence for which I was responsible, hastening to assume from that external sign inward qualities of which I protest my entire innocence. And this unjust inference she sought to buttress by pointing to the uselessness of the life I had led.